Why can I enable auto stop, but I can't enable auto start? Great out. No reasons. Maybe auto start would just start recording, even if I was walking around not quite ready to begin. Anyway, I am ready to begin, and I am on time today. And I do feel like today is going to be a little bit, a little bit shorter as I tweet the "I am now live" button. Busy week, busy conference week, which is um, it's unusual. Getting back to conferences, I'm going to do all of this. I won't do all of it back to front, actually. I'm going to do the sponsor first, and then I'm going to talk about the conference. And uh, Louis is here. Thank you, Louis. First time catching it live. Where are you from, Louis? Who knows? This time zone, maybe it's probably not the US here. Uh, Dongaroth is from France. It might be a Europe thing. Wayne is morning. That's definitely a Europe thing. G'day, Troy. What are you found for us this week? Trev, Trady Trev. All right, let me get into it. Let me get into the sponsor first so I make sure I get that. See, as soon as I go to conferences again, I end up with swag I can't stop playing with. I'll come back to that. Sponsor this week is Veronis, my, uh, my most long-term and prevalent, uh, therefore my most most loved <laughs> sponsor but seriously i have spent a lot of time with veronis before in different parts of the world veronis for salesforce detect suspicious behavior and strengthen your salesforce security posture try it for free uh, actually just think i have spent time with veronis in san francisco i know rsa is coming up again in san fran very soon because people have uh, been asking me if i'll be there no i won't be I've definitely spent time with Veronis in London. I've spent time with Veronis in Israel as well, my one trip to the Middle East. So that was that was pretty cool. Salesforce data protection built for security teams. Uh, and there is a demo available there. Try that for free. Matthew's, Matthew, <laughs> two mouthfuls of beer. Massive thank you to Veronis uh, for their ongoing support. Who else is here? Lucas is in Germany. Louis is in Perth. All right, very good. Anonfish saw my talk at Ozzert this week. Okay, well, you can leave your own candid feedback. Since you're anon, you can pretty much say whatever you want. But your own candid feedback about how it is. And Neil's in Sydney. So, uh, actually, I'll, I'll tell you my my candid feedback of Ozzert uh, from my perspective. And it's... It, I think I'm starting to get used to being at conferences again. And this is now the, the third in-person event I've been to this year, which, which isn't many for pre-2020 times, but a couple of events in Sydney and OzCert just here. And I only realised last week that OzCert was actually going to be back, uh, which is odd because I'm normally there every year and it is literally here in my hometown. It's uh, It used to be walking distance. Like, I can see the Marriott, the building it used to be in. Uh, unfortunately, they moved somewhere I can't walk to anymore, but it's a short, short drive away. So... What I do at also went to the whiskey tasting <laughs> on Wednesday night with uh, with Hactive. That was very, uh, very enjoyable, seeing people again. That was actually, last year when I did that, that was the first time I had been to any, really any sort of in-person thing for about 18 months. And Charlotte and I went and did the whiskey tasting. And we came home and we're just like, they're so loud. It it drained us because we just weren't used to being in a like a public place, but... Anyway, I felt much more normal this time, as did the whole conference. I was at OzCert last year. I did a did an AMA with Adam Spencer, the host, uh, and I remember like looking out, and all of the chairs were spaced apart, and and there wasn't much COVID at all, certainly in this part of the country at that time. But we were at that 
stage where we're like trying to keep it out of the state. And of course, now we're just like, you know, YOLO, we just got to deal with it. So the the room was normal. Uh, as a, a non-fish will, will testify, the room was pretty well occupied, which was really good. There's certainly a lot of people standing in the back as well. And I did a 35-minute talk, which uh, I ran short on prep time for. Let's <laughs> just put it that way because I did have a very unexpected thing pop up, which did consume a bunch of my time right at the moment that I was meant to be preparing my talk uh, in the pretty much the day before. Day before today's, so I don't even know. It's all a blur. But I did get a talk together. I talked about pwn passwords and the open sourcing of it, the mechanics of how anonymity works, the FBI feed. Uh, unfortunately, the audio didn't work, which is... Let me rephrase that. My audio worked just fine. And when I say audio, I mean the sound out of the slides. Fortunately, my voice worked. But uh, I think OzCert is leaving themselves a little bit tight with like a five-minute turnaround uh, to get all the things on the stage with the power and the video and everything and make the audio work. And uh, unfortunately, the AV man could not make my audio work. Didn't really miss much. But that was pretty cool. Shared some stats. In fact, something I'm going to briefly mention today as well around uh, stats and things that we're doing with Pwn passwords. But no, it was cool. And a bunch of people came up and I burned through multiple packs of stickers, which is really good. Had some talks. I had Ari there, my 12-year-old son, which was, it's just an enormously fulfilling experience for him because I busted him out of school. <laughs> but for me as well to have him there because we're like, we're walking around and then there's all these people there and they're like, hey, Troy, have I been paying, blah, blah, blah. And that's really nice to sort of have that lovely feedback and enthusiasm, uh, particularly with him there. Uh, he was there at the lock picking table, at the Lego table. They had a very sort of retro arcade game theme at OzCert this year. So he's there, you know, we're, we're there on one of the sort of uh, flat tabletop arcades and he's trying to work it out. And he's like, you're old dad, how does this work? <laughs> so, <laughs> Looking at it, I was like, mate, when I was your age... I'm sure I understand. Thanks, Siri. I would not expect you to. Uh, too young. <laughs> and I was like, when I was your age and you sat down, it was like, it was just Pac-Man or just Space Invaders. Now this thing's probably running a Raspberry Pi with like a thousand games on it and you can just toggle through and grab whatever you want. But anyway, it was good. And he quite enjoyed my talk, I think. And there's a, there's a lot of people that came up and spoke to him afterwards too. And I was just... It's a feel-good experience, which was nice, very nice. The Fiat 124 Spider is from the Middle East. G'day. Uh, Pedro, someone's from Switzerland. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a very Swiss-slash-German name. That's very much very much from a, somewhere further south in Europe. I've had the flu for the past week. It's way worse than COVID. Wow. Uh, I have not had either. Well, I have had the flu in years gone by. I had pneumonia once many years ago. That was very not fun. And that was, I want to say that was about 10 years ago too. So it would have been mid-30s, young, fit, healthy. And, and the, the doctor said, like, you're this far away from going to hospital. And I didn't even feel that bad. So, yeah, I know that can be bad. Per is in Sweden. I'd like to go back to Sweden. I like Stockholm. I like the Vasa, which was nice. The Vasa is a... It's basically like Pirates of the Caribbean, but real. <laughs> it's just really cool talk. Nonfish says, your talk was great. Very fun and good to hear. Oh, good to know more about HIBP. Only thing about OzCert is the cost, especially for a student. Uh, yes, you're right. That's why I go and do a talk. <laughs> so I can get in because I looked at the tickets and it was like $2,500. So I was like, no, I am uh, going to commit my time uh, instead. I do want to be a bit brief today because I do have 
someone related to the event coming over to drink beer and eat some of this lovely, lovely food we're cooking at the moment. Uh, so uh, moving on, George says this year's flu is pretty nasty. So I actually, um, I was meant to get the flu shot along with Charlotte and the kids on Wednesday, which I do every single year, even well before COVID. Uh, apparently they ran out. Don't know how they worked that out. The schedule didn't work. Went to the pharmacy, uh, which the doctor had said go to, and they're like, no, we don't do kids. Okay, okay. So reschedule. But yes, I hear that. We're even getting notifications from the schools saying it'd be really good if you get the flu shot. Uh, Where were we? Let's talk about pwned passwords. So one of the things that I'm conscious of with pwned passwords is that now with this FBI, NCA kind of fire hose of data so that's fantastic if you're using the uh, k anonymity api which i happen to think is pretty cool i tweeted some stats earlier today it has been let me just actually grab the tweet it's been used a lot which is nice a lot more than what i knew it had been because it was only ugh, Mind you, time does fly. It feels like only very recently I was like, oh, we're about to hit a billion requests a month. The stat that I tweeted today was in the last month, I have had 1.89 billion requests. And I actually uh, zoomed in on, on a recent period, which was particularly high, and I think I know why I'm about to explain that. Particularly high, one day was 91.54 million requests. Now, the really cool thing about that day in particular is that 99.27% of all those requests were served from cache. So that came from a Cloudflare Edge node, which has a non-fish node from my talk yesterday. Uh, Cloudflare has points of presence in uh, 270 cities around the world, covering 100 countries with 95% of the world's population within 50 milliseconds of an Edge node. So if I can serve all this stuff from an Edge node, that's fantastic for everyone consuming it because it's very, very fast and it's fantastic for me because I'm not paying for my Azures to crunch the numbers and return it from API. Incidentally, the one plush toy I brought with me is a Snort, open source IPS Snort Pig, which I gave my daughter along with the lock picking kit, <laughs> which I'm sure is going to work out just fine. Uh, Patrick's in the UK. G'day, Patrick. Now, so getting back to Pwn Passwords, the, the K-anonymity stuff is great, working really well, being requested, let's round it, two billion times a month. Oh. There are people that want to use it offline for various reasons. I think for the most part they're wrong <laughs> because I think the API makes a lot more sense for many reasons, but it could be that they're worried about availability. Uh, I actually had someone asking me about what my SLAs are and support team and everything for pwn passwords. And I'm like, there's none. It's like, if you don't like it, don't use it. I don't lose any money because I don't get any money. Like, just do whatever you want. There are other times where, for reasons which either are due to not understanding anonymity or for working for a big corporate with their head somewhere that I have seen some big corporates put it, where they're just like, no, we will not send any data related to credentials external, regardless of whether you can't actually do anything with it or not. So for those folks, in the past, there has been monolithic downloads of the entire corpus of passwords, and I'd update it like every nine months or something like that. That has not been updating since 20th of December when we launched the latest version with the firehose from the feds. I had an epiphany 
in the shower the other day, which is, in all seriousness, where I have many epiphanies. And maybe it is just because it's like, when I go in there, I don't take the devices with me, pro tip, and I have a little bit of time to to think. And I sort of thought, if, if we've got this API, and it's so fast, and we've got so much stuff cached on the edge, why don't we just write a script to like literally download every single piece of data in the service? Because, as a non-fish knows from my talk yesterday, there are only 16 to the power of 5 different possible requests you can make from the API, which is only just over a million. So why don't we build some code to download all of that whenever you want? And by me, I mean Stefan. <laughs> so I think Stefan might join a bit later. Um, Stefan has been like chief password wrangler for the open source project. And uh, I sort of suggested to that, or just suggested that to him, and I said this might be a good idea. Uh, and next minute he'd done it. So that, I think, explains why there's a big uptick in requests because he has done that. I've actually been running it over here. I've downloaded 69% of them today. Got a couple of hours left. Uh, it's all open source. It's all public. I've never mentioned this other than in OzCert yet, so I haven't tweeted it or anything. So what I'm going to do is give just like the private preview <laughs> to my exclusive YouTube viewers, and then I will actually write this up into a blog post next week. I'm going to grab this repository just here. I'm going to drop this into the chat in YouTube. So this is the Have I Been Pwned Downloader. I think we might rephrase that, Stefan, and make it the Pwned Passwords Downloader. It is in a repository called Pwned Passwords Downloader within the Have I Been Pwned organization. Uh, you will... Let me see, how do we install this? We can actually run this because we... Stefan's done something I don't fully understand yet in terms of publishing it through NuGet too. Anyway, go to the repository and have a look. I pulled it down. I'm running it just here. Seems to work well. So this will allow you to just go through and enumerate every single SHA-1 hash prefix, which is five characters, uh, the first five characters of a SHA-1 hash, and just download everything to your local machine. We do want to make sure it is uh, entirely cross-platform in terms of people that might not be sitting here compiling in Visual Studio. So if we haven't done that already, we'll make sure that's available. I think that's part of the value proposition of putting it in, in there as a NuGet. There's a there's a there's an, a term. It's like a NuGet um, app. I don't know. I'm normally just used to taking packages. We'll work it out before I put it in the blog post. You're getting the very beta version at the moment. Well, the comments here. Patrick says, all password managers should have the functionality to search against pwned passwords and benefit from your updates. I would like them to. Uh, one password does. In fact, that's one of the things that that I love about them and one of the reasons I have committed myself to them in all sorts of different ways, uh, that they just turned around one day and did it and then they said, hey, we've done this. I was like, oh, that's, that's really cool. I like that. Patrick says, isn't there a Reddit shower thoughts? Oh, geez, I'm not going there. <laughs> not while I'm on this live stream anyway. Josh says, I'd already written a script to download the entire 16 to the power of five requests. Now, interesting, and a non-fish knows this from my talk yesterday. Um, I'm sure I've shared this somewhere on Twitter, but we did uh, we did this other. If you have a look at the Have I Been Pwned organization in GitHub, we did this other little project, which was uh, How Fast Can You Go? Uh, what did we call it actually? Uh, speed Challenge or something like that? Pwned Password Speed Challenge. And Stefan's uh, .NET implementation. It's here on my second last slide at OzCert he was able to query 13,000 and a bit passwords per second. Now, remember, this is from a service that's online as well. 
But the cool thing about it is you, it, you don't have to make 13,000 requests per second. That would be very difficult, so, certainly over the Australian internet, but very difficult from a PC. The reason you don't have to is because you have the ability to bundle them together in a single hash prefix. So he's done this with the uh, the Rocky password list, just over 14 million passwords. Those 14 million passwords, let's imagine a totally even distribution. There's just over a million SHA-1 hash prefixes with five characters. So there's going to be about, uh, you could bundle 14 different passwords on average into a single request. Uh, and that's why he manages to get to like 13,000 a second. Uh, so maybe in more realistic terms, he's making probably under 1,000 requests per second, which still seems pretty good, doesn't it, from a from machine, from a home machine? I don't know. They've got better internet in Iceland, where Stefan is, than they do here. So Josh has done that on his own. That's good. <laughs> Trady Trev, you could always put Alexa in the shower. So what I actually did, since everyone's enjoying talking about my shower habits, when we had uh, fairly substantial damage that <laughs> needed repair in our master ensuite, we ended up putting a steam shower in. Now, the reason we, we sort of came to this realisation that the steam shower is a good thing is Charlotte and I were at, uh, at the Vegas events in August 2019, Black Hat, DEF CON, all that sort of stuff. Scott was there. There were deserts and Lamborghinis and all sorts of things. It was wonderful. Anyway, we stayed in this great room that had a steam shower, and every day we were using this, I was like, this is so cool. It's like, I like things like saunas, don't get me wrong, but a sauna is just a sauna. A steam shower is just like a shower, and then the door seals, and you have a pump that pumps in steam. And we decided that at some point in our future, we would have one of those. So when we had to do this work to the master ensuite last year, uh, it was already pretty well designed for it. We just made it a little bit larger, and we got a door that seals and of course the steam pump so very often i'll get up at 5 a.m in the morning i will go into the steam shower and spend a quarter of an hour sitting there on like the bench steaming and i'm trying to make a habit of not looking at any of my emails or things first just so i can like start the day with a clear head uh, and think about the things i want to do and that's where a lot of this stuff and i'm not trying to trivialize it but that's where a lot of these ideas about different things uh, come from and I, I really really think it's a it's a wonderful habit that uh, that is very beneficial to all of us <laughs> me having a steam shower stratus is there g'day stratus all as well yes it's well it's a friday afternoon i have a beer we're looking good um brendan's late okay we can get started now thank you brendan just got home from my placement at my local aussie broadband office uh, I am an Aussie Broadband user. I've been very happy with the support of Aussie Broadband. I'll just put that out there. Other thing that, that I had on my list, this is really the, the last thing, and then I think it's uh, short of me promising to do AMA. So if you want to do AMA stuff, now's the time to chuck that in. I got a new uh, boom arm for my mic. Now, I'm not sure if it's going to come into camera. For, no, it won't. I tweeted it. It's an Elgato one. And I am forming the opinion that basically everything that Elgato makes is really, really good. <laughs> so I already, already had the CamLink 4K. So you're looking at me through a nice DSLR camera, which is why the picture is really clear, that then has HDMI out and it goes into a CamLink, which then goes into the USB of the PC and it treats a DSLR like a cam, which is awesome. So I've had that for, oh, geez, going on two years. Uh, the Stream Deck. 
I ended up getting in the newer version recently and then gifting the other one to the kids and well one of the kids and then getting another older one for the other kids so the stream decks are awesome all your little buttons here so I can do things like change all my lights which I won't do because all the colors go funny and then I got the uh, the panel lights as well so there's a couple of key lights just there Charlotte had the smaller ones I got the big ones which uh, which are fantastic they're just really neat all their mounts are great this is on a mount the lights are on a mount and I've had a Rode boom mic arm for many, many, many years. And just due to the sort of shape of my desk, which I do intend to replace sometime soon, it had to be like right over there and it was really, you know, really in the way. So I saw somewhere in my travels these Elgato ones that just looked a lot cleaner and they had a longer reach. So I figured I could mount it there, it'd be neater and I could reach it further across because the other one sort of stopped just off frame here. And then this one arrived and it was wrong. <laughs> when I say it was wrong, it's like I pulled it out and I went, this is shorter than the other one. So what the hell have I got? And then I realized there are actually two models. And um, being two models, I had somehow ended up with the shorter one. And my initial reaction was, oh, I've cocked up and it took ages to come to because of supply issues. I'm going to have to return it. And then I started looking at it and I went online and I looked at the difference. And what I've ended up with is the very low-mounted one. And I realized that the low-mounted one actually fits beautifully on the back of my desk and it all folds in under the monitor. So I can push this away and it's out of the way. And when I want to, I can bring it forward and I can mount it bang in the middle of the desk and it never gets in this area over here. All of that, I was going to say all that stays clean. I have an un usual amount of crap on that desk at the moment but for the most part so it's clean so i'm super happy with this the build quality is lovely it's got things i can actually show you a little bit of it it's got things like uh, cable tidies with these beautiful metal covers on them which then have little magnets to hold them into place so they never move it's just it's just nice engineering all the elgato stuff i'm very very impressed with it incidentally i get nothing from them i don't get discounts i don't get gear uh it would be nice, but I'm still going to keep buying it because it's really, really good stuff. Other comments here. Marek, aren't Queensland summer days like being in a steam shower anyway? Well, not lately. Actually, it's kind of odd lately. Uh, it has been belting down rain. It's been really windy, but it's been quite warm. It's been like 22, 23 every day in my office at the moment, and I put the air conditioning on before I came into this, uh, is 26.2 degrees. So it's actually been... Very windy, quite wet, and quite warm, uh, which we can't really do much with. So I'd really like the sun to come back out again. Josh says, is there going to be an NTLM version of the API at some point? <sighs> Unlikely of the API. There's not a lot of... We've we, we got to remember, SHA-1 is there not to cater for people who store hashes as SHA-1. Uh, we don't want to do that anymore. It is there to help us implement the anonymity model. People asking for NTLM are normally trying to check hashes from Active Directory. And I suspect the necessity to do that with an API is much less than to do that on-prem. And there are certainly people who built services out there to do it on-prem. Good question, though. I don't really think it's much work to do it is an API. We do have all the underlying data. When the feds feed passwords into Have I Been Pwned, they do feed in both NTLM and SHA-1. We just haven't been exposing the NTLM yet. 
Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, point noted, Stefan, if you listen back to this later on, <laughs> then you've got a spare hour, which seems to be all it takes you to build cool stuff. That could be nice. Brandon says, was placed in the customer service department. This is Aussie Broadband. Learned a thing or... Broadband? Broadband. A thing or two about how to resolve a couple of problems. You told them to restart the modem, didn't you? I know what you guys do. Every time your internet's not working, it's like, have you restarted it? Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> the Fiat124 Spider says, Troy, did you ever get in contact with a responsible human at Avo? I didn't get in contact with a responsible human at Avo. I didn't even get an irresponsible human at Avo. Uh, Avo has not replied at all. That's still hanging out there. None of the lawyers from there replied. None of the technical people. No one in the Avo breach even reached out to me after I sent like 20,000 emails. So I have other priorities in life. Uh, Brendan, anyone else got frames uh, not being dropped out? Maybe call Aussie Broadband, mate, and just ask them what's going on. <laughs> See if you can restart your modem, might work. Per says, what is Friday 13? That makes uh, makes sense. Backup and work screwed up. Remote desktop doing strange things. Okay, Per's got his own problems in life. Uh, Matt says, uh, hello from New Zealand. How's the book going? Good question. So I have now finished just this week everything that I had to do for the book, which only leads Charlotte with things that she has to do and Rob with things that he has to do. So ask those guys. Uh, it's all pending them, but we're, we are massively closer I'm, I'm hoping like a next month release that that is my sincere hope um hmm stratus is it raining in sydney uh wanted to go for a relaxing walk in the opera house and draw it and the harbour bridge and draw it okay that'd be cool look I am going to finish it there. It is a little bit of a shorter one today. Like I said, there's a little bit less content to begin with. And uh, I do have to go and finish my chicken with 40 cloves of garlic, which incidentally recipe came through Twitter after I asked, what do I cook in this beautiful Dutch oven uh, dish? If you could smell it now, you'd be very jealous. Um, so if you want to talk about cooking next week, bring your questions. Until then, I'm going to drop off and then I will do this earlier in the day on Friday the 20th, my time, which is going to be uh, later in the day for most of you in other parts of the world. Thanks, folks. See you later. Where'd that button go? Ah, oh, there it is. See ya. <laughs>